What's going on, everyone? It's Mike. And John. And we're bringing you this week's episode of Beard Stroking Bullshit. John, how the hell are you? Good, very good. Good. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, some at length, some not so much. And uh, I think a quick review. It's going to be kind of a quick episode, I think. I think so. But first, yeah, let's jump into it. I mean, Circle of Life and GameStop. I, I knew, yes. We it, always, it always comes back to GameStop for it, us. It, well, it does because we have a history there. You know, we used, yes. we used to be employees. I mean, me, gosh, trying to think. When did I leave there? Hmm. I'll tell you what, man. I haven't been to a game. It's changed a lot. Yeah, it has changed a lot, but at the same time, hasn't changed at all. That's the thing. Like, it's uh, so this yeah, Circle of Life thing came out, and basically, what they're pushing really hard at GameStop now is that you have a point system where you basically are you basically are losing if you're not selling uh, used product or pre-orders or getting subscriptions. Um, you have an overall percentage, and selling new product is actively hurting your percentage, and this isn't based on commission or anything like that. You simply get to keep your job if you manage to keep your numbers at, a right, at the right level. And, um, you know, when we worked, that system was basically already in place. From what I remember, and I remember, like, I think I started in 05 at GameStop, so I remember, like, getting the original name tags, and on the back of the name tags, like, had the original Circle of Life, which is basically what it, what it did was explain kind of how GameStop worked and how GameStop made its profits, which was basically the fact that, like, you sell a new game, customer, you know, plays through game, either likes it, doesn't like it, finishes it, whatever, doesn't want it anymore, trades it back in, we sell it, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and it just kind of keeps going. Now, as you explained, is what they're trying to push even harder is because GameStop makes maybe i want to say it's a realm of like two to five dollars per new game and it's i think even i think it's just a a little like 10 to 15 maybe 10 to 20 per new system Mm -hmm. so that's why you're you're now hearing about the circle of life and how they're now newly implementing it into the corporate structure right at gamestop yeah because i took some time uh, I have a lot of friends. I, I worked out at GameStop up until about three years ago. Uh, yeah, three years ago until I started my new job, and uh, and it wasn't that bad. Like I actually, I worked. Uh, our our DM was the same DM you and I had when we worked together. Cool. Uh, Frank Safali, who you know, he was a great he was a great DM. Yeah. Uh, and he was, he, you know, I mean, he wasn't really well knowledgeable in video games, but that's what we were there for. Yeah. Um. Now. Sitting down with his friend, and I'm, you know, I, I told him on the condition of anonymity that, you know, we'd talk and I'd record it, and so I could listen to it and and kind of get my bearings on how I wanted to phrase this. But, you know, it, he's kind of in a similar situation where it's the same kind of DM who is about the numbers, but at the same time doesn't shove it down your throat, and it's not like, hey, you're not meeting your numbers. You either need to meet your numbers or you're fired. Right, which is you know kind of what you're they're supposed to do, right? I mean that is the uh, that is the problem here is that you know I, you the overall attitude towards GameStop employees has always been at least in my my perspective has been overwhelmingly negative. Like you know yes. people talk about GameStop employees and they're like, oh man, the goddamn trying to sell me a fucking strategy guy and all that. I hate that shit. Going in there is trying to buy my game. Why are they trying to hassle me? It's like well, uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of, <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of GameStops like that. Uh, we were never really like that. Every now and again, no. I mean, I would suggest a pre-order when I thought it made sense. You know, guys picking up right. like uh, Arkham, like as an example. I wouldn't, I wasn't working there at this time, or was I? Who the fuck knows? Anyway, so I was like, <laughs> Arkham City's out. That's great. 
uh, or your, I mean, Arkham Knight's coming out. You're picking up Arkham City right now. Uh, hey, would you consider? Well, well, you want to pre-order the new one? You get this, this, and that as a pre-order bonus. Wouldn't that be sweet? Even though pre-order bonuses are the devil, uh, you know. Like, so yeah. But anyway, so th- that's always been the perspective, anyway. But now, with this coming out, people, people basically accusing GameStop employees of of actively saying, hey, yeah, actually, we don't have this new product, even when they do, because they don't want to sell it that badly because it'll hurt their percentage that bad. Right. And that's 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 crazy, because now at this point, you've, I mean, you already didn't like these people, per the perception, but now you really think they're already, like, actively lying to you whenever you're looking for something new. It's just right. creating a really bad scene. It is. And you know what? It's it's What's even worse about it is it's making the employees look bad in a sense where corporate really never has an idea of how it looks to them, like how they're not dealing with it. They're not, you know, actively, you know, ha- having to worry for their jobs. No. Um, in, in one of, in, in part of our discussion, uh, said friend told me that in an eight hour shift, he did, he had three sales, met his numbers and walked away. And walk, like basically walked away from the register. He helped out the other person that was there with him to make sure they like tried to meet their numbers. And other than that, basically helped customers on the floor and you know basically did facing for you know games in the in the sections as you remember remember we had to do back in the day. Um, and that's insanity to me. Like I remember you know walking out of there and doing X amount of you know large number sales and and having to constantly deal with you know oh no I don't want to pre-order that no I don't want to get the subscription or whatever yeah and it's just like yeah it sucks but at the same time we were all working together and we were having a good time and you know it really it wasn't as harsh as it seems to be right now because you and I both have looked over uh, not just the Kotaku article um, but the Reddit forum or the Reddit threads for for our GameStop. Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I guess I should have. There's a subreddit for damn near everything, but uh, yeah, I didn't even consider a GameStop subreddit um, where yeah. all the employees hop in there and basically just bitch um, and say that this place sucks and why the hell, what the hell. Oh, and there's that, and also there's people that are sharing, which is even more maybe insidious, sharing their strategies. Like, here's how I meet my numbers. Here's what I yeah. do. Like, you know, you can double team customers. You could be like trying to sell them. And then somebody else will roll on, ooh, tag team and we'll be like, yeah, man, that game's amazing. I just got that, and my subscription just ran out. I, you know, re-upped on that, and I just, I just saved so much money because I picked up these these games. It's great. I mean, what kind of idiot wouldn't take that deal? Shit like that. Right. Uh, which, I mean, I guess if you go to any company subreddit, I think that's what you're going to get because I've spent a lot of time in the Uber subreddit where it's just people being like, Uber didn't charge me or didn't pay me back for this guy that pissed and puked in my seats. What the fuck? You know, like, so, yeah. so you'll just get a lot of that. Um yeah, but anyway, so yeah, we've been looking into this. <laughs> and it's just it's just, you know, from from a consumer point of view, uh, you know, if I want to buy something new, motherfucker, I'm going to buy it new. And at this point in this stage of the game, like I'm mainly buying stuff from Steam. Yeah, ex- or yeah. or, you know, uh Humble Bundle or what have you. Yeah. Uh the only time I ever actually go into GameStop is to see people that I know. Or to you know maybe take a look and see what's on sale uh, used for the Xbox One because I mean why the fuck not? Um, and it's just you know I, I kind of was a little taken aback from the Polygon article and I, I know we talked about that a little bit before um, we started recording but there was a poly- Polygon article that came out this week that was basically like I felt it was very clickbaity and very like sensationalist clickbaity uh, from Polygon no I know right. 
Um, which kind of surprises me sometimes because I like I like Brian Crescente and I think he's a great editor. Oh yeah, um, there's some great writers over there, and I, yeah, I don't want to demonize. And a lot of people just blanket hate Polygon because they because of some views they have or whatever the fuck. Uh, whatever. I didn't I didn't like this article, but no, I didn't either because it was basically like GameStop employees aren't your friend, and that was the yeah. title of the article. Which, and they and they kind of aren't. I mean, they to be kind fair, of aren't, yeah, because they're doing a job. But to, to also to, to be honest, though, having 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 worked there at the time and, and the time that I did and the time that, you know, I spent some time there, took some time off, spent some more time there, whatever. Um, but I always tried to be as honest as possible uh, with customers, yeah. especially when it came to bad games or, you know, a mom buying an M rated game for a kid like, hey, you know, uh, this wasn't that good. Got really poor reviews. And I feel like none of us that ever did that while working at GameStop ever got reprimanded for telling a customer, hey, like, maybe that's not the best choice, but there is this. Like, I remember, oh, yeah. like, oh, you know, like, Tony Hawk's out. Yeah, but maybe you should try Skate. It's a little bit more hard. It's, like, it's a little bit more difficult, but it's a really good skate game. Like, yeah. If you like skateboarding. When, yeah. When, well, I guess we were also awarded the same – we, we had the – this opportunity to kind of be free with our uh, thoughts and shit. Because we, I mean, basically, I, even though we weren't really keeping track at our store, how many, if we're making our numbers and what have you, right? we were making them, basically, because our, we had such a high-volume store. We didn't really right. have to do anything. And since new products didn't hurt us, uh, it didn't really matter. Uh, it was so, like, yeah, we could do that. We And, and at a, I was I was friends with plenty of people that came into my store, regulars, who trusted yeah. me, in my opinion. Um, and so, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, but I don't know how every GameStop is and surely every, you know, customer isn't going to be treated the same way by every employee. Uh, and yeah, especially now with this, I don't know how widespread it, that is. I, I, it's hard for me to imagine a GameStop employee unless they really, you know, like people, here's the thing. If you're fearing for your job that badly, where you're basically encouraged to give shitty customer service for, to support GameStop's bottom line, like I don't, I, Man, I wouldn't give a shit about that job at all at that point. Like, you know, it doesn't pay that well. It's, right. I mean, I get it. It's video games. And I love, it was like, in hands down, my favorite job, but only because I didn't have to do that shit with a gun to my head. Right. Uh, you know, I could be like, oh, man, that, don't get deep water or whatever that terrible not Resident Evil 4 PS2 game was. That was terrible. <laughs> Why don't you just get actually Resident Evil 4? Because it's amazing. And you're like, oh, yeah. What is that? I mean, that's going to piss me off what that game is. It's, he was like a coach. I know when, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's on the boat. And anyway, uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, so, yeah, I don't know, man. If, if things are really so bad where you're, like, you're actively lying to people, then you really should be getting a new job anyway. Like, there's no excuse. But, like, I feel like this is and – and I don't want to be – and I don't want to be sensationalist, but I feel like this is kind of uh, – GameStop's death rattle, and I mean, I can't say death rattle because I don't think I don't see GameStop going away for anywhere between like five to ten years, and even maybe past that. Yeah, well, but yeah, this is this is GameStop lashing out because GameStop, like I like I stated before, doesn't really make a whole lot off of new systems and new games, and that's their that's their issue with the publishers, and now they're pawning it off on their employees and the and the consumer. Right, pretty much. I mean, and that's uh, and yeah, death rattle is. Pretty much where they're at. They're, they're, they're really having a hard time, I think, competing because I remember I, re I was there when they started doing the mass exodus of computer games. Right. Well, yeah. By the yeah, I, I guess that that that's okay. 
I, the people that I guess were buying <laughs> PC games at that point. Wow, man, the people. Gee, I can't. That sucks because how many CDs and DVDs were you getting at that time to install? I mean, this whole physical right. media thing blows my mind still. Like when we were talking yesterday about the, that retro console, where it's like I was like, why would anyone fucking? What is this? It was like, uh, what, what was the name of that? Do you recall? I'm I, I'm gonna pull it up real quick. I have it right here. It was uh the retro blocks the retro blocks yeah that can play like every system from like nes to playstation did it go back as far as like atari and shit like that uh, probably not right That's... i think it it actually might have i'm looking at the article now uh retro blocks at launch will support uh games from consoles like nes snes genesis atari 2600 turbo graphics 16 while the optical drive module will follow uh to follow will add support for the playstation sega cd and pc engine cds yeah so i was kind of like why the hell and it can play like roms and isos too that's the because you can and you can actually dump your games on there as well yeah so I was like, but then at that point you can just play ROMs you download, which you shouldn't do. That's illegal. But uh, you know, I'm just kind of like, what the hell? I, it, what? Why does this exist? But then, I, then you're like, well, for people that own the physical games, and I'm like, right, physical, physical games. Yeah. Okay, that's that was a thing. Holy shit! Because I've so left that shit behind that GameStop is so irrelevant to me at this point. I mean, I'm I'm only because I'm at this point gaming on a PC, but even right. if I had a PS4 or an Xbox One, I pretty much would be buying any new product anyway, digitally. I mean, if I was picking up, like, Uncharted 4 in two years from now, I'd see what the yeah. best deal was, uh, but I could probably still get it on Amazon brand new for as cheap as whatever the fuck GameStop would be selling it for, as long as it isn't <laughs> pennies at that point, cause, but it's not Madden, so it won't be. Anyway, so I just, uh, I, it, yeah, so I, it, yeah, so GameStop, I mean, they're they're going back, and they're actually, I saw something like, I think it was like a year ago, that they were taking um, older systems again, which makes, yeah. which makes sense because you, those are still fiscal goods that you basically cannot buy anywhere anymore. Um Unless you have like a half price books by you or a, a disc replay, replay yep. which you know those are not as widespread as GameStop, so that's good, and that is definitely something they could they could try and stave off the inevitable with, um, right. which is exactly what they're doing. They're only as good as physical physical games are, and once everything is digital, uh, they're done. I mean, it, it's time to shut off the lights, guys. I mean, I know they're they at one point we're trying to get really into digital distribution themselves, and I don't know yeah. how that's all going. I have no clue. <laughs> I, I don't see the commercials anymore. I'd be like, you could go to Congregate and download this piece of shit. Check it out. You know, yeah. I got, um, no, uh, no, I'm all right. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I guess that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, GameStop is uh, trying to do everything they can to... And they're a publicly traded company, so they got... Yes. They need, to, they need to keep making the money and they need to keep making more money. That's the point. And, and what it comes down to is is it's not going to be and, – and I don't want people to listen to this and think, you know, well, this is going to be at every GameStop I go to. And, and if you still go to GameStop, good for you. Like, you mm -hmm. know, that's how you're getting your games and whatnot. Uh, and you're not – you know, I mean not everyone can build PCs or not everyone can afford the price of building a PC and having that. Um, but with, you know, physical games and if you're going in, this isn't at every GameStop. Most GameStops are your, your regular, you know, employee that you see every week or every other week or every month. You know, they're going to be there and they're still going to be there to help you out. You know, they'll be honest with you for the most part. And, you know, it's 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 just, you know, 
having worked retail and having worked customer service, you have to understand that like they're still people. Like they have to do a job, but they all they are also still people. So if they are worried for their job, like you know, go in and you know you want to buy a new game, buy a new game. If you want to buy a used game, and, and they, if you want to buy a new game and they don't have it, they're like, oh no, sorry man. Then go elsewhere. Yeah. There's other there's other opportunities out there. There's other stores you can go to. There's Amazon. It's there's so many options now. And, and check the inventory online and be like, are you that sure? Too. I mean, I, like, I, they, they could be like, well, that's a day behind, or that's an hour. Right. You know what? They they will get around it, but just to I mean, just to agitate them. But exactly. <laughs> but it's just you know when it comes down to it, it, it's it's really like the corporate structure is putting it off and pawning it off on their their employees and really saying fuck it if you can't do this then you can find a new job boom in some instances if and, you know and i've heard that it's not instant firing uh I, I i through my conversation this last week uh it was more like if you don't if you fail to meet your numbers then it's like a i don't know what he called uh he said something like it was like a, like a write-up or not a write-up, but it was like a, a workshop. Like they, they, like it's like a way to like kind of re- like help train you close, like better to get yeah. better numbers or whatever. But I mean, like that's good. Like at least you're not like worrying. Like if I don't meet my numbers, I'm not going to be able to feed myself. Like nothing like that. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. At least so. not there. I, we don't know how every game well, yeah, operates. I don't know how everyone is. Some people could be the the worst, most uh, maniacal bosses of all time. Yeah. And just there have been some district leaders because it's it basically it's it's a top down system again. Yeah. So you, and as so, they as they say, it's you know shit rolls downhill. So yeah, it, it, it ends up being a, a regional leader to a district leader and a district leader to the you know store leader and the store leader basically has to tell his employees, well, hey, listen, we need to make our numbers or we're everyone everyone's out. Boom. <laughs> Pretty much. So yeah. So that's okay. it for the GameStop thing. Yeah. Let's we we move thoroughly on. shit on them. All right. It's, yes. uh, while still providing a perspective that we we, <laughs> we value. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about this. That was also big news this week. That actually goes on sale to well. By the time you hear it, it'll be either today or it'll be yesterday. Uh, E3 is finally opening up tickets to the public. Yeah, 50, just in time. Thousand tickets. <laughs> Fifty thousand. Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, it's fifteen. Okay. All right. I thought. Okay. Good. Um, and it's the first thousand that are like 150 bucks, and the next 14 are like 250 bucks. Um, man, I would not want to go to that. No, I would way rather go to PAX. Yeah, personally, because to be honest, E3 isn't for the public. No, it never really was. In this, I mean, and in the sense where, yeah, it's awesome because new video games, and you know, I would like to actually like. To be at that press conference when Sony unveiled the PS4, yeah. like, like for me, that would have been one of the coolest moments just to be there and watching everyone freak the fuck out. It would have been like watching people like cry when they saw the GameCube Zelda demo for the first time when it, right. at Space World, not when it became Wind Waker, which I thought looked fine. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, w- I would have liked to have been there for that, but I, I want, are people going to be allowed into the press conferences? Probably not. That was my first question was, okay, if you're a public if you're a public participant or a consumer or what have you and you're going into this event, are they going to let you go to press conferences? Probably not. No, I wouldn't those, I wouldn't think so. Those seats you are get, reserved. I mean, yeah. they're already stacked, so whose seat are you taking and why? Like, why? Exactly. It's a press conference. You're not the fucking it's, press. Exactly, and you're not, and you're not part of the industry, and you're not part of the media core. It's, it's, it's mainly E3 is for the people who are part of the media who have to report on gaming and have to report on the new, newest upcoming system, games, etc. Uh, and you're just a consumer. At the yeah. end of the day, 
Go to PAX. Yeah. Go to what, whatever game. The GameStop has a public one that they bring out new games and whatnot that are were from E3. Um, yeah, like like don't you don't need to go to E3 and you don't need to spend two hundred and fifty dollars to go to E3. No, and, um, and at this point, it's so not what it was. I mean, even like exactly. even like six years ago, it wasn't what it what it was. Like you know, I, I don't know when E3 stopped being the hottest shit in the world. Um, and I still like it because I listen to the Giant Bombs like week long coverage, and they always yeah. have like guests on, and it's it's it, that's really awesome because you get a lot of different perspectives from the uh, video game industry and a lot of awesome interviews, and that that's that's great. But like just as a just as a way for companies to send out their information, E three is no longer the prime way to do it, you know. So right. Uh, I guess that it still is from a mainstream sense. You get 30 seconds on the fucking evening news in San Francisco or something, or L.A., I forget where it is. <laughs> like, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's not that amazing anyway. So, I, yeah, I would really think that I, I, I will be really interested to see how it goes. And if people are allowed into the press conferences, it'll make a lot more sense when people start clapping and shit. Cause yeah. it's the, I mean, I think that's always just people who work for the company because it should be. I usually think it's like people in the press who are excited, who knew, like who who have maybe either insider information or who have, you know, have been following what they've been doing and what kind of IPs are being registered to like know exactly finally what's coming out. I guess it's fine to be excited, but I always found that sort of thing to be kind, kind of, of weird. Like, kind of weird because you shouldn't be. I mean, it's exciting, but not that exciting for you. Where you're like, oh my god. Aren't yeah. you supposed to be objective about yeah. some of this shit? Like, I mean, like, especially, I don't know. It's just weird, and it's just weird. But, uh, but even if I was, even if I wasn't working for Sony when they when they did that whole fucking thing, man, I I just sometimes I go back and I I watch Sony's unveiling of the PlayStation Four in the same way I go and watch when they unveiled the PlayStation Three, because uh, <laughs> both of those are awesome for totally different reasons. Just can, uh, yeah, oh, man, just. The whole Ridge Racer. It's just great. That's oh, great. God. When they explain how used games are going to work, they're like, it's going to remain exactly the same, and everyone's just like, yes! It's it's great. Anyway, yeah. so E3, that's that. E3, that's what a terrible decision. I'm yeah, sorry. We'll see. I that. Just, I, yeah, I mean, it could be good. It, it could, could be, be good, good, but I'm thinking with you, no, probably not. More than likely, I see that being just... Like you're, I, I guarantee you're gonna see people like Jeff Gertzman from Giant Bob being like, "I'm waiting in line. It's been two hours. There's all these people in front of me, and none of them are part of the industry or media. What the fuck am I doing waiting in this line still?" Oh, you, if they're, I mean, if they're not fast passing press, then they've already fucked up. I mean, oh yeah, they've got a they, holy crap, absolutely, they, they would they, have to. They really have to be have an idea. I mean that, and then people, just one more thing, companies have been pulling out of E3. Like right. and doing their own thing. EA. E- yes, yes. So like E three's only gotten smaller. Like so it's just so and, so dumb. Like, I, I mean, and I <laughs> I brought this up to Angel. I was like, Okay, so why do you go to conventions? Like why do we go to conventions? We go to conventions because we want to check out Artist Alley, which is fucking awesome. I love going to Artist Alley at Wizard World or C two E two. Yeah. Uh and the vendor booths. Okay. Vendor booths at C two E two don't really or at uh at E three don't really sell games. They don't sell a product at yeah. the actual event. Like, what are you going there for? Just to play a game that you're not going to actually be able to play for another year and a half? Like, what's what's the point? Yeah. To say, hey, I went to E3 and I played a game that's not going to be out or might never ever come out. Last Guardian, which actually <laughs> finally came out. And 
to middling reviews. Uh, yep. <laughs> to, I don't but know. Like, I was never into the eco games anyway. So uh, I liked I liked Shadow Colossus. Everyone does, uh, and I never played that one. So it's so, good. so, it's so good. we're getting we're getting off track. We're getting I, off track. Yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, you know, That's the really, reason yeah. why people go to conventions though. Yeah. Like that. Like they go to buy stuff. They go to buy comics, or they go to buy you know artwork, or they go to buy whatever. What are you gonna buy at E3? That's my like biggest question. Is like, why did why would these people want to go other than to say, "Hey, I played this game." Swag. Well, I got a, I got a I got a bag of swag that yeah. really probably should have gone to like some media person. But... I got a bag of swag, and the bag itself was part of the swag. Like, that and was it's gonna. Just like, what that, the fuck? That is seriously it. I mean, yeah, and I don't know. Again, the people, the press that are taking the swag also strange. Like, who the fuck? Yeah. Who the fuck? All right. Anyway, I just anyway. <laughs> so. Oh. So fucking um, Any, anyone else in the video game industry we need to shit on? And anyone else? Like, because we got we covered GameStop and now E3. Might as well just uh, move on. I don't, like, who else deserves our ire? I'm not sure. Uh, well, we've already we've already slammed uh, the Ark developers. Yeah, we did hit them, and then we slammed the Arizona Sunshine folks. But yeah. I, now I'm taking that you're, all back because it was so good. I'm taking that all back. It's fine. <laughs> Even though there's still an i7 thing that pops up when you start the game up, it's just oh, like so. be- played better with an i7. I'm like, it plays pretty good with my i5. But, uh, <laughs> but whatever, uh, thanks. Before uh, we get to our review, what are uh, what do you? I mean, are you're still you're still uh, heavily deep into the Matrix? I I believe yes. Yeah, actually, I haven't played a single regular video game since. Uh, <laughs> I I just keep playing Vive games because there's I've got a bunch now and they're all so awesome um and actually yeah i, I went further down i guess we'll talk about what, what we've been playing yeah. um i uh i went further down the rabbit hole and i picked up a hotas uh hands-on thrust and uh, yes that's right stick you tell me that. yes uh so i've been screwing around with some of those i couldn't really find the flight game i really wanted um i wanted to play house of the dying sun with it but it's not really set up especially well for that be- well, because it's like it is with the ship, okay. So I was able yeah. to fly the ship, but then there's all these, oh right. There, there's like strategy portions where you're like you're like gotta. You don't have to. They're like people are like, well, you turn it on easy, and you never have to tell your ships to do anything <laughs> or change ships, and you can just fly with the host at Totas, and that's fine. So I could do that, but I wanted like the full experience. So I ended up buying a Hotas, doing all this these this shit with the fucking stick. Uh, playing that game, flipping upside down, which actually was the first time, like, really, that really fucked with me, like, kind of almost turned my stomach upside down, made me nauseous and dizzy, in oh, a way, wow. in a way I really appreciated, because I'm like, finally, I'm getting fucked up, let's get, let's get weird, <laughs> um, but I flew, so I just flew, and, but then when, when I, when things kicked off, and they're like, alright, commander, do this and that, I'm like, Fuck. So then I picked up a controller and I played a couple missions of that. And so far, even with the with the controller, I was still wearing the Vive. So yeah. Uh, so it was, I was in it, but it wasn't it wasn't as cool as using the Hotas. So I got to get like a flight simulator or something to make this dumbass purchase worthwhile. But um, <laughs> so so there's that. Uh, I played a bunch more of Onward. Um, that's been like my go-to everyday game. Nice. Uh, finally, I, 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 last I checked, I had like twenty-seven-ish hours. So holy cow! So that's kind of a lot. Uh, yeah, of, of, <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting pretty okay. Although yesterday I played some dudes who had like five hundred hours each. And oh my god! And it was like, 
it, they were just destroying us entirely. Like we'd kill them every now and again, but they were just running like at such a speed. It, I I almost wanted to say they were hacking, but they I don't think they would with that many hours. I think they were just <laughs> fucking amazing. Um, and actually, it was like two, they decided to just kick everyone on their team except the two of them. It was just two guys versus four, and they oh still they still beat us. We didn't get a fucking single like round. So I was like, all right. Holy so shit. something to aspire to. I thought it was decent, but really, I'm a piece of shit uh, in comparison. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, and uh, um, also, oh, yeah. So let me explain this. And I think, okay. I, tu- I, think I touched on this on the last podcast, but I don't listen yeah. to our podcast, so I don't know. But uh, I, <laughs> I, so there's some, um, some people in the VR community can't handle regular locomotion movement. Um, yes. It uh, induces motion sickness and nausea and all these things. Uh, people don't want to puke. Uh, right. I, I I jumped right into Onward and never had any motion sickness problems. So I pretty quickly got my VR legs and I was moving good. And uh, and Onward does it pretty well because it, it like you can you have multiple speeds, so you don't have to be sprinting at all times. Uh, there's some games like Bullets and More. Where you're basically, it's very easily to be sprinting super fast, uh, like, and so that kind of fucked with me too. Every game fucks with you a little bit initially, I find, okay. until until you figure it out. Um, and so I've been kind of iffy on any game that just has teleportation, which is a big thing um, in VR. Most games, if they have a method of movement, it's not locomotion; it is, in fact, teleportation. Um, and I've kind of been like, meh. That sucks. I don't want. Yeah. I, I want to move. I don't want to like be. I mean, I just basically have to. In my head, canon, I'm always being like, okay, this is an X Men game, and I am Nightcrawler. Like, and <laughs> and every time I'm doing it, I'm. <laughs> so I have to do that. But anyway, I. So, but then there's this game that just was. Uh, I was looking at, and it was twenty bucks. It was a dodgeball game called Smashbox Arena, um, and it was twenty bucks. And I was like, ah, but it's only got teleportation, but it's got like. Ninety-seven percent positive reviews. Oh it, wow! It's it's everyone. Everyone loves it. Everyone. I'm like, Ugh. I mean, I know most people like the teleportation more, but man, they they really like it. Okay, and I should say I wanted to play like paintball or dodgeball in a rec room, but that kept fucking crashing, and that has oh. teleportation. So I never really got a chance to experience a competitive teleportation match game, whatever. Uh, anyway, so it was on sale this weekend, so for $10, I'm like, well, even if it's terrible, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, I uh, was playing it last night, and only about a half hour in or so, and I can already tell it's awesome. It is awesome. Everyone's right. It's, it is kind of weird with the <laughs> teleportation, but it's not bad. It's actually pretty... It, for some reason, I'm not bothered by it, so, um, that's kind of opened up even more VR doors for me because there's this game Vanishing Realms I want to pick up, but that also it's like kind of like a dungeon crawler with some of the best sword fighting in VR, but that's also only got teleportation, and I'm like meh still, um, but now I'm kind of like yeah maybe so I'm so so I'll probably end up picking that up and, and delving more into it. I still th- I think I think I would always enjoy true locomotion movement more, um, right? But uh, but I can live with this and uh, and it's nice because. This is something everyone can do. Although, here's the thing, and this was last night at like 3 in the morning, and and I was pretty tired for the first time I was doing this, but just jumping around, it didn't make me like really less, I mean, I don't know, the first time I was doing it, that kind of fucked with me too, because I'm like just, I'm just like 
I don't know. It, it, it seemed really fucked up because you're just skipping all around. I mean, I guess there wasn't the actual motion sickness because you're not moving in that way. But right. But I, I was like, this is this is better for people, really. I, I don't know. I because I don't know. All of a sudden, you're looking. You're somewhere totally else. Like what? what? I, I don't know. It's just, it's yeah. just it's just strange. So that's a that's a new VR thing. I got to get used to. Um, and also. Also, because it's a you know it's room scale, so when a ball's right. flying at you, you can just still duck and move. You know, you you can move just within your space. So, right. yeah. so that's great. Um, you know, blocking balls with your dodgeball and then sh- shooting dodgeballs at people is just fucking awesome. And oh, oh, also when you die, oh man, when you're eliminated, it is incredible because you are like looking at the stage. From like a helicopter's view, and you can like, oh. and you can like zoom in and grab the stage, and you're like rotating it, and like everyone's still oh, moving. I think I know what I know what game you're talking about. I have seen the trailer for that. It's, um, it's pretty it's, awesome. That's pretty. I, I I saw that. And I really liked that with like the way they they handle with like people who get eliminated. I like that a lot. Other than like the way from what I've seen from your onward footage, uh, I don't like like the like throws you to a lobby and you're like looking through a grainy screen. It's like, let me just watch. Like, let me be able to have like a God mode and watch what's happening around. Yeah. If I could be watching onward from like that, from like a God view and like circling around and shit like that would be truly incredible. And like, I, I would enjoy that quite a bit. Although, you know, there's no way to make it interesting when the last guy alive is just chilling in the corner of a house hoping to fucking get... (laughs) Right. Just, just, I mean, when you're actively hoping your teammate just blows his own brains out, you know, you're at the... (laughs) Just kill yourself! You're not going to do it! You know you're not going to do it! Just die! You know, anyway. Um, So, yeah, I I was playing that. That's Uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think think that's it. I think that's all I've been playing. But yeah, still, man, still really enjoying the virtual reality. I'm, I'm. Somebody asked me yesterday, like, "Hey, you gonna pick up Conan? Everyone's playing Conan." I'm like, "Yeah, well, first I gotta decide if regular video games matter to me anymore." And I'll let you, I'll let you know. Uh, I, you know, I, I still think regular games do matter. Yeah, uh, in a sense. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm gonna. There's a couple of reasons why I'll wait for VR, and I know we discussed this a little bit last episode, but you know, it's just the space and the cost. The barrier of entry is so high that I just I can't myself justify spending eight hundred dollars on on VR. Yeah. Um, but I, I see I see its use and I see its its interestingness to it. Um, yeah. If you I'm just so happen you... to have like you know that's the thing. If you just so happen to have the space and nine hundred dollars and also have <laughs> a ball in PC already, then you should probably jump in. But otherwise, exactly. yeah, no, it's a. Uh, it's quite a cost. I mean, I, I'm happy I did it, but yeah, the obvi- it it's it is a it is a uh, there's a barrier there. <laughs> you, you got you got to definitely spend some money and really want it. I mean, yeah, I saw I, I got rid of like my dresser and my weight oh, bench. Jesus. Like I just I just like tore my room apart to make this happen. <laughs> but I didn't know that's why I was doing it. I just found out later. When I was like, oh, my room's now got this big open space for some reason. Like, I think I was, like, subconsciously in the back of my head thinking, like, you know, if you got rid of all this dumb bullshit, you could just fucking play virtual reality. I'm like, yeah, head, you're right. I'm just going to throw this out. This dresser's old. Fuck it. And, yeah. So, so yeah, it's not for everybody, but it will be one day, and that's that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, uh, I on the other hand, have spent a lot of time in Overwatch. Um, I'm finding their MMR to be very strange. Um, strange or uh, total bullshit? Uh, I go with 
total bullshit. Actually. Okay, yeah, it just feels tell like me a lot feel. of total bullshit. Okay, um, I mean, I had I had a game, I had I had a series of games on Thursday where I basically got myself from like twenty twenty one hundred to um, I think like twenty three seventy three, I think, and then Friday it was like I got nothing but shitty teammates, and I I went up against nothing but like it would be like us and a platinum, and then it, like it, we were all golds, and he'd be a platinum, and then be like three golds and, a, and two platinums and then another goal. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, or three platinums and four. Go- I'm like, what uh, is going Or It was just like, what is happening? That's not why. Good. And like, no, like every team, like I had a dude who always had to play pro Genji on attack. And it's like, I, mm. why, why can't you do anything else? Was he at I least just, a competent Genji? No. Oh, well, no. then there's really no excuse. Yeah. It was just, it was just one of those things where it was just like, I, I just finally was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm stopping. I'm done. I'm done playing Overwatch for like a couple of days. Plus the events ending, and I'm not really close to getting another loot box, so it's like, eh, whatever. Uh, so I went back and I started playing Payday 2 again because they've just released the newest John Wick update uh, for John Wick Heist, but that's like six ninety nine. So I'll probably be picking that up shortly. Uh, which is like, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I've been looking at the reviews for it, and like one's like really fun and like open, where like. Uh, the desk clerk at the Continental, uh, Sharon. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he gets kidnapped, uh, and you have to save him. Like you may, like he's about to be executed. You have to save him. That's the first heist, and like you go through like this building, and you have to like get stuff from the building. And then the second part of it, or the second heist, is a semi-stealth heist where you have to like go through this yacht and like grab all this money, toss it out, and then like. I, I haven't really. I didn't want to know what the like the finale is. I don't like knowing what the finale is on DLC heist. So I don't really ever like. I only watch it enough to be like, oh okay, that's kind of cool. Oh okay, I'm not sure if I like that. Um, which is why I'm like, I'm probably waiting till the next team sale to get John Wick and the uh, the Scarface heist. Oh, is a Scarface heist as well? Yeah, where, like, so... it, where you're presumably not, you know, Tony Montana. Oh no, you're John... guys attacking, right? They, you're, you're, you're. So it's basically this. So the way I, I I don't I can't believe we didn't talk about this. So they added a DLC for Tony for for Scarface and Tony Montana as a heister. Um, so I feel like they're going the route of the game, uh, the old Scarface game. Oh, when he shoots his way out and then rebuilds his criminal empire. Yes. So yes. you're basically trying to go in and re- like get all the stuff that you used. To, like you're basically taking out the dude who's taken over uh, the mansion to get all the rest of like the shit that you've hidden, and. Take it back, really? I hope uh, you steal some cocaine. Yes. The coolest part about all this is they brought back the dude who was the, the voice actor who was approved by Al Pacino for the Scarface game to voice Scarface. On oh, hell yeah. That, he yeah. Wa- yeah, a lot of things about that game were like sacrilegious, like the fact that they're making a Scarface game. But Tony Montana's voice was uh, was always awesome, so that's great. Oh, yeah. That's great. So they brought it's and it's so cool and I uh, you know that's another one where I saw I watched only enough to to know like what the premise is and I uh, yeah it's one I definitely have to pick up. I love Payday too. I've spent like sixty some hours in the game uh, and I'm possibly at the point of like going to like the infamy level, which is like prestiging. Okay. So and it like costs like it basically wipes out your your cash on hand. It takes two hundred thousand or two hundred no two hundred million or two hundred fifty million from your offshore account. And then you start over, and you just you it's like ranking up again is super easy. You keep your guns, you keep your skills, you keep your skill points. I think, 
maybe not. Maybe not the skill points. Anyway, yeah, I would look into that um, for you. Yeah. Before you pull, before you pull, but, pull the trigger and maybe fuck yourself. But it's you know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, I love payday. I put enough time in it. I got enough heists where it's like, ah, eh, you know, I can always come back and remake that money again. Um, so yeah, I'm playing that. A uh, little bit of Rocket League. Uh, our same friend who asked you about probably Conan asked me about it. Uh, told me probably to wait a month because uh, they're still doing updates. So I've just been kind of, you know, playing some older games. And uh, I actually found out that I think the Fallout New Vegas uh, now works on Windows 10 PCs. So I may be reinstalling that to replay through New Vegas. Heck yeah. With some mods. Sure. Why not at this point? Yeah. Uh, speaking of something I brought up for Payday, John Wick, you saw John Wick 2. I did see John Wick 2. What the fuck did you think? Because I really want to see that. Ooh, I think you really should because it was really good. It, yeah, it was. It was awesome. I uh, like basically it starts with a cool action scene and then it basically just has a has a brief lull and then it blows up and then keeps going and going and going until the very end where where they ba- where they really set up a sweet ass John Wick three in the future. Nice. Um, so. so here's my question. Uh, without spoilers, does this pick up right after where John Wick one left off, like with him and the dog uh, going back to the Continental? Like, what what's what's the you know prim- how what's the time frame from John Wick one to John Wick two? A lot of people don't realize this, but the end of John Wick one, there was while he got a new dog and yeah. he's killed the people he needs to kill. Not all the loose ends are wrapped up. Right. Some, something else was taken from John Wick. And he goes. He so yes. Basically, this as the way I perceived it, this was more. This might as well have been the day after uh, John oh. one ends. Uh, I, I should have looked and see if he had the same like sc- like cuts on his face or whatever. Right. Um. I don't recall now, but yeah, he he was pick. He was he had unfinished business with that with that last movie basically, and he wraps that up pretty quickly. Oh. Um, and yeah. So so. I like that a lot. So yeah, but that don't worry. Other things happen, and uh, and it, it definitely. I think one of the coolest things is they really get deeper into the uh, the mythology of the series, like with the continental and the currency they use and all that weird stuff. They they talk more about it and their rules, and it's it's uh, pretty it's pretty key and interesting stuff. So interesting. Well, I guess that's uh, a must see from John. I'm definitely gonna have to go see it in the theater. I missed John Wick one in the theaters. I saw yeah. it much later. Uh, yeah. I also saw okay. Arrival while I was waiting to see John Wick 2. Uh, what? Yeah, I just came. I went over to my buddy's house to start drinking beforehand, and uh, everyone was watching Arrival. It must have been like 10 minutes in or something because the, the, the aliens had just recently arrived. And uh, <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, shit, yeah. And so I watched uh, all of that, and that was awesome, too. I can see really? why everyone likes Yeah, everyone should oh. see Arrival as well. It's, uh, it's going to be out at the Redbox soon. Right. So I'll have to uh, check that out. Aliens, they were right. It's like contact. If contact was good, all right. There you go. That's what oh, I wanted nice. to say. Yeah, yeah. Not, no, right. no crazy Gary Busey or no uh, crazy Jake Busey in that one. No, <laughs> no, there isn't. Not that all I right. saw. I I don't think I have anything else to discuss, John. Do you? No, not really. Um, I feel I guess like this we'll... was a shorter episode. <laughs> yeah, it was. Let's see. I mean, we're at uh, thirty-three minutes or forty-three minutes. So that's not too bad. That's not, not too bad. Not too bad. There wasn't a lot happening, but I think we covered a lot in a little bit of time. So, as always, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back with next week's episode. Maybe some more interviews. Maybe a review, another review of a different game. Yes, uh, perhaps. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Um, as always, you can find us at Facebook.com slash BeardStrokingBullshit. Myself, personally, you can find me on Twitter at M. Hilger. That's M-H-I-L-G-E-R. 
on the Twitter, and you can find me when I do Twitch stream, which hasn't been very often, and I apologize, uh, is twitch.tv slash stickinabox. That's S-H-T-I-C-K-I-N-A-B-O-X. Nice. John, where can they find you? Oh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Posh, P-O-S-C-H. Uh, you can find my YouTube at www.hoz.wtf. There we go. I usually say haz.wtf, but then some people try to Google that, and then that doesn't lead, somehow that doesn't lead you to my YouTube. It's strange. Yeah. I, need, I need you to, like, put haz.wtf in, like, my video description of everything or something. There's there's a way yeah, to, to there's a way to trick Google. And, uh, yeah, I have a, uh, I have a uh, review for Onward coming up. I, uh, it's, I, Unless I want to change more things, it's done. So I'm going to be putting... Yeah, i got to make a thumbnail. That's pretty much all i got to do. Nice. Which is my least favorite part of making videos, I think. It's, <laughs> it's like, uh, well, what the fuck do I use? Like, and, how do I, and what what font is it? And You know, it's just... Uh, that's unnecessarily uh, frustrating. But uh, anyway, yeah, I guess, I mean, we will see you guys next week. Take it easy. See you. <laughs>